Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Mago Siva Daba Sagun Tetelo. Uronomos Kovalolobo. Uronomonomonomos Kalalalabasata. Imalalabalabalabalabas Kavadazaza. Brontolonomogodobodobodobodobos. Pilabinimini Supaladadas Katara. Brontolonomonomos Kivalamaman Telenenenos Kovazo. Brabibilukumpa Papa Balua. Be my love of all of Skivalan Telelo Colas Givaliatayu Rodomo Corodomo Skivalala Sata No, 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 if you are with us this morning, I greet you with the greetings of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And I come your way with the greetings of the Holy Ghost. We give God the Father all the praise and all the glory for giving us the gift of life and for granting us grace and showing us mercy. If you are part of today's meeting, what I will tell you is that just open your ears. Don't listen with only your ears, but listen with your spirit man. Listen with your spirit man. Open your ears, open your heart. <laughs> the other day, Paul prayed a prayer for the church of Ephesus. He said that, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. The eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. And you know, you know, there is something about your eyes being enlightened. And it is not about the physical eyes, but it is about your spiritual eyes. I pray for anyone under the sound of my voice that may the Lord open your eyes. And may the Lord grant you grace for you to understand. In the name of Jesus, we thank God, we thank God, we thank God, we thank God. We are not going to waste much time. We are not going to waste much time. Even if you are only two people, we will continue. Because it is my prayer that any time the Lord gives me something and I impart and even if only two people are even able to be imparted, or even if two people are able to listen to me well and practice it, I believe that the Lord, the Lord has done, and the assignment the Lord gave to me had been fulfilled. The assignment the Lord gave to me had been fulfilled. So I always bless the Lord for even only one person listening to me, because I know that the Lord is so merciful. And even the Bible says that even if only a single soul repents, repents, at the heavenly places, the angels rejoice. So I'm not looking for one who will just join and be doing other stuff. But I'm looking for someone who will join with her whole heart. Someone who will join with his whole heart. Because the Bible says in Proverbs 16 verse 1, that the preparation of the heart belongs to man, but the answer of the tongue cometh from a earth. Father, I give you all the glory this morning for the gift of life and for the life of your children. I pray this morning that, Father, let your word that is already anointed impart on people this morning. I pray that touch every heart, touch every soul, and touch every spirit that is under the sound of my voice. As you told me, you are going to shape destinies with knowledge. You are going to impart people with knowledge and you are going to open mysteries and secrets for people to know 
<laughs> the secret behind their destinies. Father, this is the work and assignment you've given to me. I'm not here to please any man, but I'm here to accomplish the task you give to me. Therefore, it is my prayer this morning that you touch every hard heart. Let your word break into the souls, into the heart of men. Any hardened stone, any hardened heart that is like a stone. Father, I pray that let the spirit of the Lord soften this heart. In the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. People of God, God bless you. We are going to start on this topic, destiny. I know very well that we've been talking about destiny for some few months and for some days now. But today, the Lord spoke to me that we should take it to another dimension. And that is what we are going to do. And that is what we are going to do. Skovaladi Masaya Rodobogos Sovalonomo Satais Abalunomo Godobos Shababadim Papa Alua. If you are with me, people of God, don't take this meeting as anything. Don't join, go off. Join, go off. If you know you are an atmosphere, you will be distracted. Please, I will advise you, I will entreat you that just come out from that atmosphere. And the last thing I want to say here is that even if you are at the workplace and you are not doing anything, you can also join us. For the Lord is about doing something. Though the eyes of many have not seen, the ears of many has not heard, and it has not entered into the heart of many. But in the course of time, the agenda and the reason why the Lord brought this agenda will be revealed. <laughs> glory, glory. The Lord said to Habakkuk, write the vision, write the vision. <laughs> there is one thing about writing a vision, and there is another thing for it to manifest. If the Lord gives you a vision, <laughs> there are vision killers, and there are vision pushers. There are people who push the vision and there are people who kill the vision. What you have to do is that focus on the vision. And at the right time, the Lord will establish everything clear. So without wasting my time, you are going to talk about destiny. If you can hear me, I want you to let me know that you are hearing me. The few people that are online, let me know that you are hearing me. Just give me a sign for me to know you can hear me. God bless you, Mensa. God bless you, Mensa. God bless you. Mensa Mensa says you can hear can hear me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Follow me well. Follow me carefully. If you are on the line and you can hear me, just let me know. Man of God, I can hear you. Just let me know, minister. I can hear you. God bless you. There is another person with God is great. God bless all those who are buying the gifts. Wow. God bless all those who are buying the gifts. God bless you. I decree and declare this morning, whatever you lose, even if you are spending a, a, a bundle, if you are spending bundle, just even 50 pesos, bundle, it is my prayer that the, the Lord will enlarge your coast. The Lord, the Lord will extend your territory. You are going to get more, get more, because you are not wasting your money and you are not wasting your bundle. If people can pay in money, if people can do a whole lot of things just to make a worldly activity come to pass, 
we have to also push the agenda of God. God bless all of you. Cynthia Agana, God bless you. Madame Dorothy Fempon, God bless you. It won't be long. The Lord is going to bless you with a beautiful marriage. God bless you for entering the life cast. God bless you. God bless you. God is great. God bless you. Gloria. Madame Gloria, God bless you for whatever sacrifice you are sacrificing for this thing to come on. God bless you. Gloria. God bless you. Abigail. My dear Abigail. God bless you. God bless you. Abinasari. God bless you. God bless all of you who have joined so far. God bless all of you who have joined so far. God bless all of you. Quickly, let me just give you a brief of what we are going to do today. We are going to talk about destiny as we've been discussing and be talking about destiny. Day in and day out, people are talking about is this the right decision for me in my life? Why is it that any relationship I enter, the person will just deceive me and at the end of the day, it will be like, I've just wasted some years. Some people will be asking, why is it that Muslims are prospering and Christians are not prospering? That is the question some people will ask, though Christians are prospering. Yes, Christians are really prospering. Yes. Those who are abiding by principles and those who are taking God serious, they are really prospering. Some people will be asking questions like, why is it that I've followed God for a very long time that I'm not seeing any good thing in my life? Day in and day out, there are many questions, many distractions going on in the mind of people. And people are just giving answers automatically. Some people will say that, oh, said we said bread peniana ayemeno. Maybe a minimum said yeah, we see we see na es no. People of God, I came here to announce to you today that that is absolutely false. It is not true. That is absolutely false. It is not true. And I'm going to prove to you the reason why I'm telling you it is not true. Jesus said in the book of Hebrews 10, verse 7. The law, I come in the volumes of the book to do thy will, O God. That is the statement Jesus made. He said that, no, I come in the volume of the books to do thy will, O God. What then is the will of God for Jesus' life? Because Jesus coming in the scene, Jesus said that that which is written in his book is that he is coming to do the will of the Father. So, we can establish here that the destiny or what God gave Jesus for Jesus to accomplish, the task and the assignment for Jesus' life was to fulfill or was to do the will of his Father. So, when I started this teaching at church, someone asked me a question. So how will I know the will of God for my life? And I said, wow, that is a very nice question. That is a very nice question. How will I know the will of God for my life? People of God, don't always be a victim before you come back to learn the good way. Don't always be a victim before you come back to learn the good way. Because there is always a bad way and there is always a good way. 
That is the reason why the Bible says that I put in front of you death and life. Choose one for yourself. So even for you to choose life, God has given you that will. God has given you that capacity for you to choose either good or bad. <laughs> so do you think God do not respect your will? God respects your will. God does. God does. How much more the decisions you are taking for your marriage? How much more the decisions you are taking in life? How much more the decisions you are taking in everyday activity? God has given you that will. How then can you utilize the real world? All these things we are talking about are matters of destiny. All these things we are talking about are matters of destiny. You can quickly, someone can quickly post Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7 for me here. And I will just tell you something brief about the testimony scroll of Jesus. About what was written in the book of Jesus. And you see something that there was a code. There was a code, a certain code in Jesus' heart, in Jesus' book. When we talk about destiny, someone will ask, what then is destiny? Destiny is not a substance or destiny is not something that was invented by man. Destiny was created by God. God. Destiny was created by God. So you read a simple scripture in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. That God said to Jeremiah, even before I formed thee, even before you were formed in the belly of your mother, in the womb of your mother, I, the Lord, I knew thee. That is what the Lord said to Jeremiah. And I ordained and consecrated you for you to be a prophet to the nations. So, Jeremiah had been told by God that even before you were formed in thy mother's womb, I, the Lord, I ordained you to be a prophet. So Jeremiah can choose any way or any path for himself when it comes to this earth. And Jeremiah can maneuver a different path for himself. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't fall, if it is not in line with the destiny the Lord gave him, I want to submit to you today, whatever God didn't start he is not mandated to finish whatever god does not start he is not mandated to finish that is the reason why he has given us the path the path is always one jesus said i'm the way not a way i am the way i am the way the only way that has been given to man whether a muslim whether you were being given birth in a Muslim house, whether you were being given birth to, uh, in a Christian house, whether you were being given birth in a traditionalist house, wherever you were being given birth to, there is a way the Lord has given to all of us. And that way is Jesus Christ. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except by me, except through me. Day in and day out, we are messing our lives. Day in and day out, we are messing with our lives. Day in and day out, we are messing with our destinies. But we don't know the reason why we are doing that. Some of us, we, there, is, there are some decisions we've taken. We don't know what these decisions are going to end us. But we are in that path. 
Now follow me carefully. I said if someone can post Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7 for me, the person should do it. When we talk about destiny, every destiny has a code. You can get your book and your pen and you will write some things down. Because the teachable spirit of the Lord has come upon me. The Lord is going to let me teach. The spirit of the Lord is going to let me teach deep things. So you can take your book and your pen and write some things down. Every destiny has a code. Every destiny has a code. Practically, let me make this example for you to see. You see, each and every one of us here, we all have phones. Phones. And we are using these phones as our handsets. Immediately you get the phone. There is a place called security. Security. When you go to your settings, you see there is a place called security. And when you enter that security, they will give you a prompt for you to insert a password. That is your personal password. The only thing that can respond to that password is what? Is the system of the phone. The only thing that can respond to that password is the system of the phone. And that password is the password on the phone. So if I choose a password like 9924 on my phone, anytime I want to assess the phone, I must input in that password. So one way or the other, if someone gets access to this password and I put the phone down and I'm not around, the person can get access to my phone and do whatever he wants to do because the person one way or the other is having the access to the phone by means of the password. By means of the password or passcode. So every destiny has a code. That is the reason why there are destiny snatchers and there are destiny helpers. There are destiny aborters. There are destiny terminators and there are destiny helpers. There are some people, they are called uncommon destiny helpers. Anytime you are in life and you meet an uncommon destiny helper, I submit to you that your life is not going to be the same. Because there are people that are called uncommon destiny helpers. So there is a code to every destiny. The Lord revealed the code of Jeremiah's destiny to him. And he said to him, I have consecrated you and ordained you as a prophet to the nations. There was a code. There was a code. Had it not been the Lord who spoke to Jeremiah at that time, Jeremiah wouldn't have seen himself as soul. So there are many of you here, you are wasting your time. <laughs> there are many of you here, you are doing whatever you want. Anytime any decision comes into your mind, you just take the decision. Anytime someone just proposed to you, you just accept the proposal. Even if the thing is not in line with your assignment the Lord has given to you, you just accept any proposal. Any man who wants to come your way, you just accept the proposal of the man and you allow the man to marry you. And when after the marriage, the man will be doing things to you you don't like. Because you don't know the code to your destiny. This morning is my prayer for each and everyone under the sound of my voice. That the Lord is going to open your eyes for you to know certain things. Some coded things that have been written about you. Even before you were formed in the womb of your mother. 
God bless you. God bless you. You are spiritual for receiving that prophetic word I just declared. God bless you. God bless you. It is my prayer for you again that the Lord, the Lord will open your eyes for you to understand the deep things and the deep mysteries about destiny. About destiny. So listen to me. I'm giving you the foundation and I'll use just only 30 minutes to wrap everything up. Today will be the first session, so I'm not going to waste much time. So there is a certain code to every destiny. There is a certain code to every destiny. That is the reason why many people are doing whatever they want because they don't know the code to their destiny. And God is a destiny giver. God is a destiny giver because that destiny was being given to you the very moment in the courtroom of God. It was what ordained that a certain lady called Adrian Ponsa is going to be God to be given birth. That very day was the day the Lord gave you that destiny. And even, even before the foundations of this world, the destiny was even there. And I'm going to give you that scripture for every man to know here today that without Christ, there is no destiny for every man. Without Christ, there is no destiny. So if you see a Muslim and the Muslim don't know Christ, people of God, I want to submit to you today that every Muslim don't have a destiny because the destiny has been hidden in a certain place and that place is called Christ. <laughs> that place is called Christ. <laughs> Somebody who follow this teaching and your mindset is going to be changed. <laughs> the ma- your mindset is going to be changed <laughs> if you think destiny is just common and you'll be, you, you'll, be, you'll be playing with destiny I came to announce to you today that you are joking with your life destiny is not any common term that people day in and day out joke and play with their destinies like that no, destiny is not a common term that is the reason why, even strategically, you see that we don't have common destiny helpers. The common destiny helpers will not be able to give you any deep thing. It is the uncommon destiny helpers that will be able to give you something very deep. So you see that you don't qualify for something, but all of a sudden you meet a certain uncommon destiny helper. And all of a sudden the person will just do something uncommon in your life. And it will result to something uncommon in your life. And now uncommon things will start to happen in your life. Why? Because you've met a hot and uncommon destiny helper. You've met an uncommon destiny helper. <laughs> so destiny is not something we must play and joke with. Hallelujah. Destiny is not something common we must joke with. If you are with me, let me see your amen. If you are with me, let me see your amen. God bless you, Adam Ponsa. You are really following me. God bless you for that. God bless you for that. God bless you, Madam Tena. Oh, wow, lovely. Madam Tena, God bless you. I love your spirit. I love your spirit and I love how you follow. God bless you, Abigail Ousu. God bless you, Edmond Obin. God bless you, men, and God bless you, Madam Gloria. Oh wow, lovely, lovely people, lovely people, lovely people. I I also greet you. I extend the greetings of my spiritual father, Prophet Stephen Mensah, to all of you here. I extend his greetings to all of you here. He has really helped me a lot. He has really helped me a lot. This man has been a blessing to my life. And I don't know how 
I'll be able to thank him. I don't know how I'll be able to thank him. People of God, if you have your scripture with me, your phone with me, or just send me on this page. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. And someone should quickly send me Isaiah chapter 29 verse 11. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 11. Quickly, 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 quickly. Someone should send on the page so that everyone will get access to the word of God. Everyone will get access to the word of God. Shubra temeko valias kamaso watatayas. Adima balua kebaba zazaya. To malive loski bantatayos kemalataya. Blonto dododobo dobo. Sobodobo. Everlasting. Everlasting. There is a certain call of God upon your life. The person with name everlasting. <clears throat> Immediately you entered into the pig. I don't know you and I don't know if I've seen you or maybe this name you are using on also on Podbean. I don't know you. But there is a certain strange call of God upon your life. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 29 verse 11 and Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. I'll go into details for you. Everlasting. I'll go into details for you. There is a strange call of God upon your life. So for Amelina, God bless you. God bless you for joining us. God bless you. I really love you people. I really love you people. Just living everything you are doing in a day and following something like this. It is not anyone who can just get time and do this thing. No. Because the thing is not common. <laughs> it is not common. We are not doing something common here. What you are doing here is uncommon. What you are doing here is uncommon. And I tell you, if you really get time, ah, kalalalalas, kulamalababalu, pelimus, kalalala, kumalaskiman tetelos, ramahigan, God bless you, ramahigan, God bless you. My eyes will be open and I will prophesy deep things to some people here. Hey, kumaladima pantolos kovoyo. Isaiah chapter 29, the verse 11. Hey, Isaiah chapter 29, the verse 11. I read, and the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book. The words of a book that is sealed. Which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee, and say it, I cannot, for it is sealed. And this same book was delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee, and he said, I am not learned. So, this scripture is making us understand here that there was one, a certain book, and in the book were some words. In the book were some words. And this book was delivered to a learned person that read this book. And the person said that I can't read the book because the book is sealed. Because the book is sealed. And secondly, they delivered this same book to an unlearned person. In another words, an illiterate. And they told this illiterate that read this book and he says that I can't because I am unlearned. So the learned and the unlearned are both at disadvantaged here because one can't read the book because the book is sealed and there is another one who is also unlearned and as a result of that he also can't read the book 
And this book is coded because remember what the scripture is saying the book is sealed. The book is sealed. And the Bible says that the vision of all, not the vision of one, but the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed. The vision of all, not the vision of one or <laughs> this one is not the vision of Prophet Daniel. This one is not the vision of Prophet Elijah. This one is not the vision of Kokutufu. And this one is neither the vision of what? Of Abana Apia, Lina. This one is the vision of all. And where is this vision coming from? Where is this vision coming from? Because the Bible says that, and the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed. Which men delivered to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee, and he saith, I cannot, for it is sealed. For it is sealed. Men, God bless you. The version you sent to me, I really love it. I cannot, for it is sealed. So the first thing here is that every destiny, every destiny is coded, and that code is what? You are the, the, the destiny of every man is being sealed with a certain word, with a certain mystery. <laughs> the, the destiny of every man is being sealed and people of God can I shock you even a professor emeritus cannot decode that which is in what that which is in that book for you a professor 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 emeritus cannot decode that which is in that book for you pay your mother in the house cannot decode that which is in that book for you. Your great 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 grandfather cannot decode that which is in that book for you. It takes only a spiritual man to decode that which is not in that book. The book was a book in the realm of the spirit, but it was being delivered to some people by certain men. So when the book came, when the book came, into the realm of the physical and the book was being delivered to physical people they were not able to decode the writings in the book why because the book was sealed with a certain mystery the book was being sealed with a certain mystery <laughs> you see people of god let me tell you something here let me the bible says that the race is not to the swift it is not about your understanding in the physical realm and it is not about how well you are able to decode things in the physical realm for your own self. No. What is the spirit of the Lord saying about the decision you are taking? Be it your relationship, be it your marriage, be it your career, your education. Someone wanted to go to Legon. He applied for Legon three times. The person wanted to pursue something called what? Medical science, but Legon rejected what the person. Now, when the person applied for UDS, the Lord gave the person UDS. Why? There is something about your destiny. Until you visit the land of Tamale, that thing will not be revealed. So sometimes the plan of God is not the plan of man. That is why the Bible says that there are many plans in the heart of men, but it is only the counsel of the Lord that will stand. So there are sometimes some decisions you want to take for yourself, but it doesn't fall in the line of God. Why? Because it wasn't something that was written about you the very moment you were being given birth to. Someone who come out of his destiny or her destiny and say that, I want a man that is tall, a man that has stature, a man that, that has money, a man that has this, that. Do you think that thing you are choosing for yourself is in line with your destiny? Or something that was written about your destiny. Ha! Adimalu wasasaya. 
Luke 2 36, there was a name there under the prophetess. This woman, the husband died. And because of the assignment the Lord gave to her, she didn't marry again. The Bible says that she stayed in the temple praying and fasting for the redemption of the Israelites. You see, if Anna the prophetess had married again, you would be surprised that it would have aborted the assignment the Lord had for her. So one way or the other, it could be as a result of her assignment. That is the reason why the husband died early. So that she would be able to fulfill the assignment the Lord has given to her. Hey! Ah! The words of a book that was the learned person was not able to read that which was in the book. Why? Because the book was being sealed with a certain mystery. The unlearned wasn't also to the unlearned also couldn't read it because the book was what was a write up. And if you are an illiterate and you don't know how to read and to write, it will be very difficult for you to what? Write, read the writings in the book. So we are talking about spiritual matters here. We are talking about spiritual matters here. We are not talking about physical matters. We are talking about spiritual matters here. What is your destiny? I started by saying there is a certain code to every man's destiny. There is a certain code. How would you be able to decode that code? In the realm of the spirit, there are encodings and there are decodings. When you receive a message in the spirit, the messenger had encoded the message. It depends on a spiritual man who understands spiritual things to decode the encoded message. Before you will be able to know the raw message in the heart, in the encoded message. If you are not able to decode what the encoded message, it will be very difficult for you to know what exactly the Lord wants to communicate to you. Some of you here, sometimes you dream, and in your dreams, you will be seeing yourself as holding microphone in the church, talking to some people. This dream had been appearing to you day in and day out, but you don't understand what the Lord actually wants to communicate to you. Someone just had a dream, and he said that, because I saw myself holding a microphone, I'm a pastor. No, it could, it could be that the Lord is taught, is telling you that there are some people you need to counsel. So the Lord is calling you to the ministry of counseling. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are to do what much spiritual things. The Lord says that there are people, they have the gift of, of counseling. How will you be able to decode that which the Lord has written about you? Every spiritual man will follow this teaching very well. God bless you, Edmund Oben. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The Spirit of the Lord is here, so you'll be able to go deeper. The Spirit of the Lord is here, you'll be able to go deeper. And the vision of all is become unto us, unto you, us. The words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, say you read this. I pray thee, and he saith, I cannot read, for it is sealed. What then is this, is this sealed? What then is this sealed? What then is this sealed? What then is this sealed? God bless you too, Madam Tena. What then is this sealed? Hey, Adima Saya, Komaria Tata. Some of you here, you were not able to what? Unseal the seal that was on your testimony school. All of a sudden, you took decisions anyhow. And now you are suffering because of the decisions you made. You, you have the right to make a decision. You have the right to make every decision for yourself. But people of God, you don't have the right to go away from what? 
from the consequences of that decision. Whatever decision you take today, you are going to what? Pay the price. Whatever decision you take today or you make today, you are going to what? Bear the fruit, to eat the fruit of whatever seed you sow in your decisions. Now, let me read this scripture for you. Let me read this scripture for you. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Romans chapter 8, verse 29, and Ephesians chapter 1. If you are following me, just type at the comment box that I hear you. Let me continue. If you are following, just type there, I hear you. Just type there that I hear you. God bless you, Foster God Gifts. God bless you, Ramahagan. If you are following, just type there. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. God bless you, Dorothy. Dorothy, the Lord is with you. I can see joy in your heart. There is something written on your heart. Joy. Joy. I pray that that thing will manifest. <laughs> that thing will manifest in the course of time. In Jesus' name. Thank you for buying the gift. I really love those who are buying the gift. Sobra temeko natinatayas. Adumaliko vabalos. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. The verse 4. Let me start from the verse 3 so that I read that part. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. First one, there is something called spiritual blessings, and that spiritual blessings is in heavenly what places, and that place is called Christ. <laughs> that place is called Christ. Some of you don't even know that there is an attribute of Christ that is called a place. <laughs> there is a place in Christ and this is where the spiritual blessings are being found so anyone who wants to attain a spiritual blessing this spiritual blessings comes in only one place it is only in one place and that place is called Christ that place is called what? Christ that place is not Guantama Buddha that place is not uh, Moses that place is not Abraham, and that place is not what? It's not your father's name, but that place is called Christ. According for, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Listen to me. There is an epitome of predestination here. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. And there is also a substance of the foreknowledge of God here. There is also a substance of the foreknowledge of God here. According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That means that we were being chosen even before the foundation of the world. We were being chosen by God even before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5. This is where my scripture is. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. 
to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein we have been made as accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Eight. Wherein he had abounded towards in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had proposed in himself. 10. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in all things in Christ, both which, is in, which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So now listen to me here. Follow me carefully. Listen to me here. There is something called predestination. There is something called the foreknowledge of God. There is something called predestination and there is something called the foreknowledge of God. You can read the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. You are not going to see anything called destiny there. The whole book from Genesis to Revelation, you are not going to see destiny. What you see there is predestination. And it happens five times in the Bible. Predestination happens five times in the Bible. You can read the whole book from Genesis to Revelation. You are going to see predestination five times in the Bible. And this word pray means before. Anytime you read and you see pray, you see that before something happened. So predestination here that before destination or before destiny. What happened before destiny? So destiny is not just destiny. Something happened before destiny came to pass. So destiny is not just destiny, but destiny, something happened before we see the word destiny. That is the word predestination. And before predestination, something also happened and that thing is called the foreknowledge. The foreknowledge of God. The foreknowledge of God. The foreknowledge of God. So let's quickly go to the book of Romans chapter 8, the verse 29. Romans chapter 8, the verse 29. And you are going to see something in that scripture also there. That scripture. Shumala, Father, enlighten the eyes of your people. Anyone following with a genuine heart, I pray that let the Lord, let the desires of your heart come to pass at the end of this teaching in the name of Jesus. I speak to anyone under the sound of my voice as a prophet of God that because of the time you've wasted and listening to us, I pray that may the Lord who called me to do this thing, may the Lord who is giving me signs for me to do this thing come into your aid and may he grant you grace and mercy for you to accomplish anything that is before you in the name of Jesus. God bless you at one point. So anytime you are the first person to respond, I pray that may you be the first and never the last in the name of Jesus. Romans 8.29 Shobraske Malataya Romans 8.29 God bless you. God bless you at one point. Look at something. For whom he did foreknow. I spoke about foreknowledge. God bless you, Nisha. For whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate. So look at something. Oh. Look at something. Before even the word predestination came, there is something called foreknowledge. That is the reason why the Lord said to Jeremiah, I knew thee before I formed thee. There is a foreknowledge about God on Jeremiah's life. There is a foreknowledge. A foreknowledge. So how can you tell me, ah, I have not been formed. So how can you know something about something that, that has not been formed? But you, the Lord, you are telling me. So quickly post Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 and let us add it to it. Let's add it to 
the, 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 Hebrew, uh, the Romans 8.29. Someone should quickly post Jeremiah 1 verse 5 for me and let's add it to the scripture and let it be a blessing to us. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Quickly, someone should post it for me. Then I will come back to Romans chapter 8 verse 29. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Shabra demeko valias kabaya. We are left in some few minutes. We are going to close very soon. God bless you, the one who just bought the gift. God bless you for buying the gift. Shobras kemele basataya kemalu watata abima mana savalu kemabantetea. Look at what the Lord is telling Jeremiah here. Agampesa, <laughs> God bless you. Before I formed thee in in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Something that had not been formed. How will you be able to know something about? How would you be able to know something about something that had not been formed? What the Lord is telling Jeremiah here is very is very strange. I want to go. I want to go and buy a Samsung phone. I've heard from someone that there is something called Samsung A20, and I want to go and buy the phone. But I don't know the attribute of the phone. I don't know anything about the phone. But all of a sudden, out of my foreknowledge, I'm saying something about the phone. Though I've not seen Samsung Galaxy A20 before, but all of a sudden I'm talking about Samsung Galaxy A20. Meanwhile, the phone had, when I even made inquiries, they told me that the phone had not even come into existence. But those who are even to manufacture the phone, they are saying something about the phone that had not come to pass. So you see that every man is in the hand of the manufacturer. That is the reason why always I tell you people that outside Christ there is no destiny. Because if a car had just get a problem now, they send it to the manufacturers of the car, those who have knowledge about repairing the car. But if there is a problem with a human being, the only person that can help, that can do something about the, about the human being is the manufacturer. And who is the manufacturer of human being? It is God. So without God, there is no destiny for you. <coughs> so we have the manufacturer and we have the product here. And the manufacturer is telling us here that even before he formed us, he knew us. Hey. Even before he formed us, he knew us. So the only thing, who has the capacity and the authority to do something for your life, that is the new, and that is everlasting, and that is what? Not perishable is what? Is the manufacturer. That is the reason why you will not enter into a Samsung company and you see them doing an iPhone phone. No. When you enter into a Samsung company, the only phone you see them doing there is what? It's a Samsung phone. Because the manufacturer is what? It's Samsung company. And the phone they are supposed to bring to, to into existence is Samsung phone. But within the company, you can, see, you can enter the company and you see A series. You see C series. You see S series. So, and even the S series, we have Samsung Galaxy S21. We have Samsung Galaxy S8. We have Samsung Galaxy S9. So, within the same company, the manufacturer had the authority to what? To invent what? Many what? Many series. So, if I'm having a product like S21, the attribute of that S21 is different from the attribute of the S8. But meanwhile, they all bear the name as a Samsung phone. So, if you, you, you want to do comparison here, there will be an attribute in the S8 that is not found in the S21 and vice versa. 
So, if I'm an S8 and I want to always compare myself to the S21, by the time I realize, you see that I'm going to lose my essence. Because whether I like it or yes, there is something in the S21 that will not be found in me. So, there is no way I should compare myself to the one who is what? Who is using the S21? But we all come from one manufacturer. <laughs> Deborah, God bless you for entering to the live studio. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you too, men, sir. You see, if people of God are coming to the place to, of understanding, to understand these things, you see, we are not going to compare ourselves to people because I'm even not, I've not even started talking about the real thing I'm here to teach. This one is even the foundation. If we dive deep into the spiritual matters of destiny, some of you here, you are going to cry. Some of you here, you are going to cry. There are some relationships you find yourself in, you must exit today. Some of you, there are some friends you need what? You need to disassociate yourself from because they are destiny abortes and they are destiny killers. But some of you, day in and day out, you enter into friendships. You enter into friendships. Dorothy, you want to call in and when I'm done, I will open the call and you call and you ask whatever question you want to ask. But this time, just listening to me. I'm going to close in no time. Then the following day, we we'll continue with another series. We are going to talk about destiny, part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. Until all of us come to the understanding of destiny. And until all of us understand that outside Christ, there is no destiny. All of us are going to live our lives anyhow. And it will not help us. All of us are going to live our lives anyhow. And it will not help us. Even... As a matter of fact, as I'm sharing this knowledge, somebody is also using her mind and other things to do whatever she or he or he wants. But you see, there is something about knowledge. If you don't attach yourself to knowledge, people, you are not going to be knowledge. If you don't attach yourself to knowledge resources, you are not going to be knowledge. That is why the Bible says that. That is why the Bible says that. A friend, a friend, a friend. There is something about friends eh, that you people don't know. One day I'm going to talk about the spirituality of friends. Say that iron sharpen iron. Iron sharpen iron. So no matter who you are, your friend can determine where you get to. Even the destiny the Lord has given to you before you were even formed, a friend can abort that destiny. I'm telling you here today. Subra temeko zavaya. God bless you, Adran Ponza. There is no competition in life, so don't envy someone. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You, you, you are really, uh, your spirit is really open this afternoon. God bless you. God bless you. I believe that as you are following this teaching, the Lord should also open your eyes for you to tell people deep matters that they will not be able to do away or they will not be able to go away from it in the name of Jesus. 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 Let me tell you something here. Let me tell you something here. Adam Ponza. The Lord will do something about your life. Eh? And that thing is going to be manifest like glory. When that glory happens, this is what you are going to see. Your worst is going to be worse of influence. Any lady who comes around you, whatever word you will tell the lady, the lady will not be able to reject it. Because in the realms of the spirit, I'm seeing something like bubblings coming out of your mouth. And people are asking, ah, what at all is this strange thing coming from the mouth of... Have you seen something like when you are chewing gum? And, and, and the, the bubble that comes out. When you want to blow something, something like... 
from your mouth. The bubble that comes out. I'm seeing those things coming out of your mouth. And I asked the Lord, and the Lord is telling me, there is going to be words of influence is going to deposit in you. And the very moment your words fall down, no one is going to reject your words. That is what the Lord is going to make you. So the Lord is even telling me now that attach yourself to resource and knowledge people because you are going to flourish from that area. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let me continue. Let me continue. God bless you. God bless you. I don't know. Those who are really following well, I'm seeing some things about you people. And in the course of time, I'm going to talk to you people. God bless you, Charlotte, for liking the live show. God bless you, Charlotte. God bless you, Charlotte. So look at what the Bible is saying here. I want to, I want to end the session very soon so that the following day, the next day I, I continue. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. For whom he did foreknow, even if you are to spend time about this race alone for whom he did foreknow, you are going to be surprised. Because you realize that in the Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4, he said something that even before the foundations of the world, from the verse 3 to the verse 4, the Bible said that even before the foundations of the world, he chose us even before the foundations of the world. And why he chose us, we were in a place, and that place is in Christ. That place, that, listen to me, that place is called Christ. That place is called Christ. Someone type here for me, Christ. Someone type here for me, Christ. Christ. If you are following me, I want to see you typing here, Christ. And I will know that, oh, these people are really following. Someone should type here for me, Christ. God bless you, man, sir. God bless you, Adam Ponsana. You are the second person. God bless you, Gloria. Christ. Malana Mavaza. Mensa too wants to call in. Mensa, I will let you call in in no time, eh? So that you ask whatever you want to ask. God bless you, Edmond. Abali Mivolos. Hey, that place is called Christ. That is why the A29 is telling us here that for whom he did foreknow, why did. You see, there is a place God knows us. So God is the one who formed and created all of us. But I want to submit to you today, God is not the father of all, but he is the creator of all. Ah, hey, someone will not understand me. Yo. God is not the father for all, but he is the creator of all. So each and everyone can enjoy the benefit of creation. That is the reason why when it is raining, it don't rain for only godly people or righteous people. It don't rain for only those who belong to God, but it rain for sinners and what? And righteous people. Because he is the creator of all and he has given us all creation that we should enjoy creation. So we all, as we are all awake, whether a sinner, whether a godly person, we are all breathing. We are all enjoying the what? The good air. But there is something in God, if care is not taken, you, you the one who don't belong to God, will not, will not get some. That thing is called life. Ah, 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 thank you, Jesus. That thing is called what? It's called life. And where is that life? Someone should quickly post John chapter 1 verse 4 for me. Someone should quickly post John chapter 1 verse 4 for me. Shubran Telenemekosada. Thank you, Jesus. That place, someone should quickly post John chapter 1 verse 4 for me. You can enjoy rain, 
you can enjoy the air on this what on this physical realm but there is something if care is not taken you are not going to enjoy and that thing is called what it's called life someone here who you see in him was what was life and the life was the light of men the him there who is the bible talking about who is the bible talking about that is jesus in him was life and the life was the light of men in him was life and the life was the light of men so there is only one place you can find life and that place is called what christ in him was life so someone will think that even if as i'm awake this morning i've been able to eat i've been able to do whatever i'm supposed to do i'm at my workplace i'm doing mobile money i'm doing this i have life no if you don't have Christ, you don't have life, but you are just existing. So there are many of us that are just existing, and there are some of us that are living life. The very moment a man accepts Christ and starts to live in Christ, that is the very day life starts for you. And if you want to, if you want to argue with me, post John 14 verse, verse 6 for me. Glory, I pray to God bless you. I don't answer, God bless you. You people are really following me very well. Post John 14, 26, uh, verse 6 for me. And let's see the reason why I'm telling you, you don't have life if you are not in Christ. And you don't have destiny if you are not in Christ. Post it for me. I will end very soon so that next time I will continue. This one is just the foundation. <laughs> you see, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Look at what Jesus is saying. I am the way, the truth, and what? And the life. And the the, the there is an absolute what? An absolute word there. Jesus didn't say I am a. He said that I am there. So that means that apart from that person, there is no life. If Jesus had said that, I am a way. That means that it could be, we can say that aside Jesus, there is also another way that can lead people to Christ. That can lead people to God. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So apart from me, there is no hope. There is no life. Apart from Christ, there is no destiny. So Paul said the other time, he says that in whom, he said that in him we live. In him we have our being. And in him, we what? We move. <laughs> All these things Paul is saying, that Paul said that there is a him that he does the thing. He said that in him, in him, in him, in him we live, in him we have our being, and in him we move. So because of that in him, Paul said the other time, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have fought a good fight and I have finished the race. Because Paul lived in that in him. In him. Where is that him? The him is Christ. Hey! So some of us here, there are some brothers around us who don't know Christ. But every day, we always laugh with them. But we don't know they don't have destiny. And we don't know their lives, they are just existing, but they are not living life. And we are watching these people for them to perish. Mercy. We are watching them for them to perish. Some of us here don't even have time for the things of God. But we want something genuine from God. 
some of us here don't have even 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 time for the things of God. But your request are chow. Ever since you started requesting from God, since you started requesting from God, God bless you, Gloria. Acts chapter 17, verse 28. Post the scripture itself. Post the scripture itself. Your request are chow. Meanwhile, you are not working on your destiny. That spiritual part the Lord gave to you, you are not working on it. But you want your, your request to be answered by God. Hey, the Lord said that you don't give good, good things. You don't give good things to some people. For in Him we live and move and have our being. <laughs> As certain also of your own poet have said, for we also, we are also his offspring. This scripture alone, if I want to deduce and go down and explain things to you, the word offspring there is talking something in relation to the Romans 8.29. Because in the book of Romans 8.29, he said that for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to conform into the image of his son, that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. So there was the first offspring, and that one is Christ. And he was what? He was being what? So... So God sold Christ in order to rape many sons for himself. So the only way, the only way we can fall within the category of that offspring is for us to conform into the image of Christ. So any man on this earth who don't conform into the image of Christ, you don't belong to that category called that offspring. You are not part. And if you are not part, you don't belong to the inheritance. And the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, that all spiritual blessings are hidden in what? In a place. And the place is called Christ. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Hey, hey. You don't have time for the things of God. Since you entered into this year, 2021, look at the number of requests. Look at your prayer petitions. But even when we say it is time for you to go to church, you don't go. Even when we say it is time for you to get time to listen to the things of God, you don't do it. But always you go to the place of prayer with what? With requests. Level of God, I submit to you today. Outside Christ, there is no destiny. Today is the foundation. The other time, next time, I will, what? I will lay on the foundation. I will start to lay the bricks on the foundation. God bless you and God keep you. If you have any question, you can ask me. What you are supposed to do is that you will call in. Just call in and let me accept you. So that you ask the question for everyone to what? For everyone to listen to the question. And make sure that you don't find yourself at a place where the thing is what? The, thing, the place is noisy. So you can call. I just saw men calling, but your line has cut off. Call again and let me answer you so that you ask your question. Hello, man of God. Man of God, please, you can ask your question. Yeah, thanks so much for the teachings. It's very deep. Okay, God bless you too, man. Thanks so much, yeah. My question is... Uh, how can you know your destiny as an individual? How can you know your destiny? Some people were privileged okay. that uh, they discovered their, their, their destiny through their parent, like John the Baptist, for instance. Wow. Through the mother and through the father, and he discovered his destiny. Like Jeremiah, for instance, God spoke to him directly. So for him, he knew his destiny from God. Okay. 
So as a believer, more than they believe, but how can you know your destiny? How can you discover it? Okay. So quickly, quickly, let's go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, the verse 4. Then you read it for me yourself, man of God. So don't go offline. Be on and read it for okay, me. Okay, Read Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 4 for me. Ephesians, chapter 1. Yeah, start from verse 3 and you go to verse 4. Ephesians, chapter 1, verse, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Verse 4. No, start from verse 3. According sorry, sorry, start from verse 3. Verse 3. Blessed be the God mm-hmm. and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. In Christ. So, According one of God, sorry, I'm coming. Underline the word in no Christ problem. for me. The word in Christ okay. for me. Then, when you are done, then you proceed. Okay. Verse 4, go. Okay. Okay. According as he has chosen us in him. Okay, man of God, I'm before coming. Before the foundation of the I'm world. I'm coming, sorry. According as he has chosen us in him. So you see some word there, in him. So even before the foundations of the world, the Lord chose us in him. And the him there is Christ. Mm-hmm. Please do you understand me very well. Yes, please. So the first area you'll be able to know your real identity in the spirit or your destiny is in Christ. Okay. Please, it is very deep and it is very mm. simple, but I want you to understand mm. there are more explanations to that. Okay. The first place a man, every man on this world will be able to discover his identity mm. or his destiny is what is in Christ. So even as mm. God was speaking to Jeremiah, Jeremiah had been discovered in Christ. That is the reason why the Lord said to Jeremiah, I knew thee. Before I formed thee. Mm. Where did God mm. know Jeremiah? He knew Jeremiah in Christ. Because even before mm. the word had not been formed, the Lord had chosen Jeremiah already in a place called Christ. Mm. So the very moment a man discovered Christ, you are going to know your real identity. So let us, let us just make a simple example here. Peter was what? A fishmonger. But when Peter Mm. encountered Christ, Peter saw that, no, this is not my real destiny. My real destiny is an apostle. I'm a martyr. I have to follow him so that I'll be able to fulfill my assignment on earth. Mm. So, every man who encountered Christ, the person got to know what? The real identity. John chapter 4. The Samaria woman, the husband snatcher. The very moment she encountered Jesus, this woman turned to be an evangelist. She became a motivational speaker. Mm. So you see, Mm. when this woman had not encountered Christ, this woman was a husband snatcher. That means Mm. that she was not living life. She was just existing and doing whatever she wants to do. But the very moment this woman Mm. encountered Christ, this woman became an evangelist. Mm. Do you understand me very well? Mm. Man of God, do you understand me very well? Please, I understand. So the very first place a man can discover his destiny is in Christ. And these things, they don't, teach us okay. in, they don't teach us in, in the church. They, they always make us yeah. understand that anytime you, you, you accept, you are, you are being saved, and that is all. No. Even if you are mm. being saved, there are people who die and go to heaven and they will not be able to see God. Because the out, the crown that will be given to them is not, it's not heavy. Mm. It is like Lazarus dying, going to heaven, and he was still resting in the bosom of Abraham. 
What is the difference here? Mm. That means that the crown of Abraham is bigger than that of Lazarus. Because when Lazarus came, yeah. Lazarus saw himself as a poor man. He was not able to discover his destiny. And because of that, though he died, he went to heaven, but he was still resting in the bosom of Abraham. Mm. So, th that, is, that is the truth. Outside Christ, there is no destiny. So, if someone under the sound of my voice will understand me today and begin to go back to Christ, hey, you are, your life is going to be transformed. You see, your prayer requests are going to be few. You are going to pray and yearn for more of God. The very mm, moment a man encountered God. Christ, you see, your prayer requests are going to be changed. You are not going to pray for, for worldly things and things that can perish. You are going to what? You are going to dive deep into the matters of the spirit and you are going to yearn for something that is very heavy. Because we don't fight for a perishable crown, but rather we fight for an unperishable crown. Man of God, do you understand me very well? Yes, please, I do. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There are many explanations to that, but I will, I will explain further when, when we, 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 okay. we, we lay on the foundations. When we lay on the foundation. Okay. God bless you, man of God. I really appreciate you. There, mm. there is something I want to tell you, but let me take the questions. When I'm done in time's day, I'll talk to you about it. I'll talk to you about it. Okay. I don't know okay. you. I don't know whether okay. you also know me or you don't know me. But for me, I don't know you. I don't know. I don't I don't know okay, you. I'm, this is my first yes, time. Okay, I'm going to tell you something very deep. I'm going to tell you something very deep. Okay. 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 You please if there is please your number. You, my number my number is 0246 0246 the Porter's Christian Fellowship slide. Please, you can you can ask your question, and by the grace of God, you answer you. By grace, I'm doing well, and you, please, man of God. Uh, I just I just joined. I don't know. I'm lost, but maybe you can pray for me. <laughs> you want me to pray for you, eh? I pray that the Lord will open the eyes of your heart. I pray that the Lord Amen. will take you into deeper things in God. The Bible says that the deep calleth unto the deep. I pray that the Lord will take Amen. you from the shallow places and send you into the deeper place for you to dive deep into the matters of the Spirit and for you to come out Amen. with words that will give life and that will transform generations. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord deposit in you something that men will not be able to reject and ignore, but rather accept you. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Amen. Okay. Shoradama. I saw men are calling in. Unfortunately, your call ended. You can also call in and ask your question. Hey, 
I pray for you, man of God. I pray for you. The Lord, the Lord will do your, will just accomplish your desire for you. So, man of God, you are blessed. You are blessed. Okay. You are blessed. I saw Mensa calling in, but unfortunately, your line dropped. You can call me and ask your question. Call me and ask your question. I'm waiting for three people to ask questions and we will end the session. We will end the session. Malada, Mako, Zazara. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Who is calling in? Call in. We have few minutes left. We have few minutes left. So someone should call in and ask his or her question and let's let's climax everything for today. Okay, Mensa, you can also ask yours. Don't wait for someone to ask. Maybe your question is the question that is going to bless us for the day. So you can ask yours. Just ask yours and let's see the dimension the Lord will take us to. The teachable spirit of the Lord is upon my life. And there are deeper things the Lord is communicating to me about the matters of destiny. Ramahigan, do you understand whatever we are teaching? If not, you can ask your question. Gloria, Osofmami Gloria, I'm waiting for your question. All of you should ask questions for me to know you people are really following. Are really following, following. Okay, Rama is calling. Okay. Yeah, God bless you, Rama. Amplify your voice and ask your okay. question. Please, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, please. Okay, please. If I heard very well, mm-hmm. you were saying that Lazarus, though Lazarus um, didn't really sin, so he went to heaven. Yeah. But because he wasn't able to accomplish his destiny, mm-hmm. like he didn't really get the crown. Mm-hmm. So are you trying to say mm-hmm. that as we are on this earth, when we are not able to fulfill our purpose on this life, Though you can make it to heaven, but we wouldn't be able to get a crown there or hot. That's what I want okay. to do. Okay, wow. God bless you. God bless you. What a nice guy. Don't, don't go off. Be on and let me give you an answer. Please, are you there? Okay. Yes, please. Okay. The reason why we are talking about destiny, there is something hidden in destiny called an assignment of life. Okay. And the core of it all is for all of us to be hot. For all of us to what bear witness of Christ, of the gospel. That is the core mandate of every believer. That is why he says that, Go ye, go ye therefore to all the worlds. Do you understand? And be witnesses. That one is the core. But within that core assignment, everyone has a special assignment the Lord has given out. For instance, let me use the life of John the Baptist as an example. He was a voice in the wilderness preparing the way for the Christ, the Messiah. So one way or the other, when John the Baptist was done with his assignment, he went off the scene. If John the Baptist was not able to prepare the way for the Messiah to come, one way or the other, John the Baptist wouldn't have sinned. But we could have said that John the Baptist was not able to accomplish his assignment. Why? Because there was a certain mandate the Lord gave to him even before he was formed in the womb of his mother, of, of, of the mother. Please do understand me very well. 
Yes, please. Okay, so the reason why we use the life of Lazarus as a case study here is because Lazarus wasn't a poor man. Although it was a parable, but Lazarus could have done something to what? To his life. That could have impacted on generations. So we can say that the only person who went to heaven was Lazarus himself because he didn't sin. He was a righteous person. But he couldn't preach for someone to also join him to the place. So where is the crown of Lazarus? Okay. Please do understand me very well. Yeah. So if you, the Bible says that if one is saved, that means that many should also be saved. So if you are saved, one, one, one of the signs that will let us know that you are saved is to also save others. So you can't say that you are saved and you alone will go to heaven. No, 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 no. And next time, when I get the time, I'm going to do a practical example for you people to understand. Where the predestination is and where destiny is. You people understand that destiny is your spiritual path. And the predestination is where you are going to. The destiny is the path the Lord has given to you for you to walk on to go to your predestination. Because the predestination is where you come from and you are supposed to go back to that place. Okay. So that is the reason why... But... Okay, talk to me. Please, so does it mean that um, each and every one on this earth mm -hmm. has an assignment sure. related to um, God's purpose sure. for you? Can I prove it to you? Okay. Can I prove it to you? Yeah, Go to it. Romans chapter 8, yes. verse 28. I will not say something and it will be like I'm the one using my own words to go to Romans 8. 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Read. Okay, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. It says that um mm -hmm. that God works for our good in all things. Which 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 version are you reading? Please wait, I'm coming. Please, I'm, read, I'm reading um, King James Version. Read. And we know that all things work together for good mm -hmm. to them that love God, mm -hmm. to them who are called according to His purpose. Okay, pause. Look at something here. Let me deduce and let me break things down for you here. And okay. we know that all things work together. I underline the word all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. To them who are the court according to his purpose. So anytime God brings you in the courtroom of God, when they were deciding to bring a person like you, a Rama, there was a purpose the Lord or the Lord gave to you. Okay. And that purpose will be fulfilled in your assignment you are to carry on this earth. So let me bring it down so that you understand. Even if you come to this world and you become a nurse, the nursing you are mm -hmm. doing, listen to me, are you a nurse? Yes, you are a nurse. Okay, that means that the Spirit of the Lord is talking to you. The nursing you are doing even must lead some people to Christ. The, do you know that there are some nurses among you in your hospital who are witches? The, the assignment the enemy yeah, has the, yes, the, the assignment the enemy has given to them is that out of their profession they should kill people. So you see that someone will come mm. for labor and the person is supposed to deliver. But the assignment the enemy has given to that person mm. is that he should make sure that that person will not deliver in peace or that person will die. So you to your assignment will be that you have to be a spiritualness who also stand in the gap that everyone who will come to that hospital will deliver in peace and go peacefully. Amen. The very moment you begin to carry on with that task, you will see that you are, you are fulfilling a certain assignment the Lord has given to you okay. in your heart, in your profession. Okay. So please, I, do you understand me very well? 
So the very moment you do that, automatically all things will work together for you because you are doing something that is what? That falls in line with the love of God. Okay. So there is a doctor who does abortion. That doctor, it is the enemy that is using him to accomplish a certain assignment for him. There is also another doctor who is also making sure that if they bring someone who is severely sick, no matter the extent he will go, even if it is prayers, he will pray for the person and add drugs to it so that the person will be free. Compare these two people. Let's use the lives of these two people as a case study. You see that one is accomplishing an assignment for God and another one is doing an assignment for the devil. So the next time you have to carry on with this teaching, I will teach you that Satan can even give destiny to a man. But it is only God who is supposed to give a man, man a destiny. But Satan can also penetrate. So there are some people, they, we are called destiny abortists, destiny terminators. And there are people we call destiny helpers and destiny pushers. The next time I will lay on the break, I will lay on the foundation and you understand me. Please, are you, are you convinced? Are you okay? Yes, okay. yes, I'm convinced. Yes. Okay. okay, we will dive deep. We are going to teach part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. The very moment we are done with the part five, you will understand things very deep. Okay. 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 God bless you and God be with you. you, you are welcome. Okay. The last person should call in and let's close. Kuala Zazaya. Hey! Adima nana no sha. Mela nana nana mana no. Mana nana nana nana. I'm waiting for the last person. The last person should call in. The last person should call in. God bless you, the one buying the gifts. I really appreciate. You are just expanding our time frame so that next time our time will be expanded. God bless all of you, those buying the gifts. I really appreciate. I really appreciate. I really appreciate. Mm. Mm. the last person should call in and ask a question and let us close let us close we have five minutes left we have one at 30 minutes and we are left with five minutes okay mensa god bless you god bless you amen amen man of god hello yeah man of god please i'm listening to you uh-huh. Yeah, concerning destiny, I was also thinking, mm-hmm. whilst we are, you were asking us about questions, okay. I was thinking about the lifestyle of uh, Samson. Okay. Samson discovered his destiny, and then he was in, on his way of fulfilling the destiny. Mm. But Delilah came in, mm. and then eventually he died. Mm. So for, for the lifestyle, uh, lifestyle of Samson, can we say that he has fulfilled destiny, or his destiny was for certain? God bless you, man of God. You see, the lifestyle of Samson, in the way of fulfilling his destiny, a destiny hot aborter came into the scene. A destiny terminator came into the scene. Mind you, the Lord spoke directly to the parents that they should not use anything on the hair of Samson. Because okay. that was where the strength of Samson was, was found. That was where the anointing of Samson was, was found. And in the course okay. of that, they brought an, a destiny aborter into the scene, and the destiny aborter discovered, decoded where the strength of Samson was, was. And therefore, okay. he brought the hair of Samson down. The very okay. moment the hair came down, the strength was went away. And now the people were, they were able to snatch him. Mm-hmm. 
We can say that、mm-hmm. Samson was not able to fulfill his destiny fully because he wasn't able、okay. to, to dive deep into the things the Lord told him to do. It was until he was about、okay. dying that is when he called for the death and the demise of all the Philistines. But mind you, there is a ter- terrible thing here.、Mm. He died with the enemies.、Mm. Yeah. He died with the enemies. But in the right sense and in the right way, Samson should have seen what? He sh- should have seen the enemies dying. He shouldn't have died with what?、Mm. With the enemies. So, the enemies. yes, we can say that Samson wasn't able to fulfill his assignment fully. Okay. Yes, please. We will talk about the case study of some people of God in the in scriptures. You are going to use the lifestyle of Elijah in relationship with John the Baptist. You are going to use the lifestyle. You see, the Bible says that John the Baptist came with the spirit of Elijah. So, what is the relationship Elijah, between、yeah. John the Baptist and Elijah? What did Elijah do in、mm. his days and what did John the Baptist do in his, in his days? Why is it that、mm. Jezebel plotted to cut the head of Elijah? He didn't get Elijah. But when the little、mm. girl requested for the head of John the Baptist, the head of John the Baptist was cut off.、Mm. You are going to listen、mm. to all these things. So, man of God, the question you ask is very, very deep. It's very, very deep. This、mm. answer I've even given to you, there are more to that. There are、okay. more to that. But we are going to talk about it next time. So, the, the thing here、okay. is that Samson. The, the assignment of Samson was to bring the Philistines down, and he did it when he was about dying. dying.、Yeah. But he died with the enemies. That is where the question mark is.、Mm. That is where the question、mm. mark is. So we can put that one down, and we will elaborate on it、okay. the next time.、Okay. God bless you, my、okay. Lord. Amen. I saw someone ask a question here. Please, what is the relationship between the eyes and destiny? <laughs> This one, I have to take you to the, the things, the matters of the spirit. This one, I have to take you to the matters of the spirit. <laughs> the relationship between your eyes and your destiny. There is something called the spiritual eye, and that eye is not the eyes, the physical eyes here. So, you see, in the realm of the spirit, I always tell my people that you can see in the realm of the spirit or in your dream that a tree had fallen in your dream. In the realm of the spirit, the Lord may be communicating something to you. It is not just about tree. But your eyes have seen the thing in the spirit. But if you don't have understanding in the spirit, you will not be able to decode or you will not be able to understand the communication the Lord wants to communicate to you. So you can dream and see that a tree has fallen down. But the Lord is not telling you something about a tree, He's tol- telling you something about a human being. How will you be able to understand what the Lord is telling you? So, there are four stages in the prophetic. One, we see by revelation. Two, interpretation will come. Three, delivery and four, manifestation. So, now when the Lord shows you something in your vision, that is not all. You have to pray for the spirit of interpretation. So, the relationship between your eyes and your destiny here is that understanding in the spirit realm is an eye. Understanding in the spirit realm is an eye. That is the reason why the Bible says that there are many, they have eyes, but they can't see. You see, this thing is like a rhetorical statement. Why should someone have an eye and the person can't see? So, there is a relationship between your eyes and your destiny. I said something when I started the teaching that some of you, sometimes in your dreams, the Lord can show you every day that you are holding a microphone teaching people. People, you are surrounded by people and you are talking to them. The Lord is actually trying to communicate something about your destiny to you. But because you've not been able to decode it and you don't understand it, one, the Lord can also make a prophet also tell you something about your destiny. 
Because there is something called your testimony scroll. That is why I started saying, Jesus said, Lo and behold, I come in the volume of the books to do thy will, O God. One way or the other, Jesus is trying to tell us something about his testimony scroll according to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. When you go to Psalm 40 verse 7, you will see the same thing. That David also had a revelation about the assignment of Jesus. So, there is a relationship between your eyes and what? And your destiny. Your eyes can capture what had been written in your testimony scroll, in your dream, in vision, in dark speeches, whatever. But the main thing you need to decode it is understanding. And that understanding is what? Is your spirit. Is what? The, the eye of your spirit. That is the reason why Paul prayed for them in Ephesians 1.18. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. NIV will tell you that, that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened. There is a certain eye that is attached to your heart. A man who has understanding is what? Is a wise person. So, it is not about just seeing something about yourself. If you see and you don't understand, you may get the interpretation wrong. And if the interpretation is wrong, it can destroy the whole thing. So, my, woman of God, there is a relationship between your eye and your destiny. But that one, I don't want to elaborate on it more here today. I will elaborate on it. So, all the questions we are asking, some of them have been able to answer. Some of them have not been able to answer fully. You can, you people can write them down for me. So that the next time we are dealing with matters of destiny, we will take them and we will answer them throughout. But I want to submit to you that there is a relationship between your spiritual eyes, not just your eye. There is a relationship between your spiritual eyes and your destiny. There is a relationship between your spiritual eyes and your destiny. Do you remember there was a profound statement that there are three things we need to take care of. One, the, 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 the flesh the, the, how do you call it? the pride of life? Two, the, there is something called the last. The last that is found in your body and what? In your eye. So the Bible was trying to tell us that there is something your eyes can see and all of a sudden it can abort your assignment, your destiny. There is something that your flesh can perceive for you to do and it can abort your destiny. And there is something called the pride of life. But there is a relationship between your eyes and your destiny. So I will focus on what the eyes see. What the eye see? There are many prophets. They are not able to dive deep to see things in the spirit because the eye, the things their eyes see in the physical, it doesn't allow them to see very deep things in the what in the spirit. There is a prophet. Someone can be a prophet, but he will still be watching nude photos, pornography, and sometimes on his phone. You see, no matter if you have the gift of prophecy even on you, if the Lord has called you for you to be a prophet and you watch these things, it can terminate your assignment. Because the Bible says that there is no relationship between light and darkness. One must rule. One must rule. One must rule. God bless you. Please, Gloria, do you understand me? If you understand me, let me know yes. If you don't understand me, let me know no. Let me hear the last question, the last question, and let's close. 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 Erama said, Erama, it's not easy. It's not easy. We are, in, we are in the body of Christ, but some people in darkness are using principles and knowledge to overcome us. There are many things, many principles in the body of Christ, but we don't want to conform to these principles. And we call ourselves Christians and we are not, there are no results in our lives. No, Christianity is resource oriented. Christianity is resource oriented. I pray for someone. I pray for someone. God bless you, Gloria, for understanding. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. That may the Lord 
take you into deeper matters in the spirit. May you yearn for more of God and not for, may you not yearn for more of yourself, but may you yearn for more of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone. I'll come your way some other time. Same time, continue with matters of destiny. God bless you and God be with you till we meet again. The following time I'll come here, I'll prophesy to some people. I'm seeing a whole lot of things, but time will not permit us. Time will not permit us. Abraham, God bless you. You've really followed well today. Starting God bless you. 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 Bye-bye.